Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Reclaim Podcast. I'm your host, Whitney Elise, just a black girl out here trying to help everyone do better, including and especially herself. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for tuning back in. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, Sisters, how y'all feel? (laughs) Brothers, y'all all right? (laughs) I know that I'm not the only person who is just breathing a sigh of relief this week. Um, It feels like I have been holding my breath for four years, five years, however long that stint was. And I can finally breathe. Um, Finally have optimism about this whole politics situation. And I say that with, you know, the obvious trepidation because you know you don't expect any any administration to be perfect you simply don't and you shouldn't because we're people we're fallible um we we do stuff we do stuff regularly we mess up all the time so you shouldn't expect that but when I tell you that I have more confidence (laughs) in this administration that has only been working for one day and out the gate has done a lot of positive things such as rejoin the Paris Climate um, Accord so we can, you know, didn't stop denying that climate change is real because, you know, you look at the storms getting really intense, you look at the weather patterns changing, you see that there are states that are perpetually on fire and there's states that are perpetually underwater and you start to wonder, hey, it wasn't always like this. Why could it all, why could it be like this? And you stop denying science um, and you stop bashing and sending out hate and threats to scientists and doctors such as Dr. Fauci, who is also a professional um, and dealt with a lot of crazy stuff unnecessarily. I'm like, he's a doctor, y'all. Like, y'all are wild. And it just feels good to have facts, reason, experts, logic, and what appears to be decency. We'll find out later, but it appears to be decency in the White House once again. And it's something to be said when the world, the world that the United States used to preach to about democracy and trying to be a beacon, despite all of the foolishness, the foolishness that we all know is true for the United States. When the world look, looks at us and says, welcome back. Because we have been America first. And in truth, it should have just been America alone because we got really isolated and insulated. We became semi-nationalists. We became... I don't know if we necessarily became this, but it's definitely that we got exposed (laughs) in a lot of ways. So, yeah, y'all, it feels it feels better. I'm not going to say I feel amazing yet, but I'm going to say I feel better about this administration. Um, Yeah. So 
last week's episode entitled Turn This Thing Around. I talked about the latest drama with Cardi B, which why was that even drama, y'all? That's what she was doing was good parenting. Uh, I talked about Gail King and um, old, our good old friend Mia Ponsetto, um, who decided to hush Gail while she was doing her a favor and interviewing her. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. And why consequences need to be a thing. Um, If you want to tune in to that episode that is still up, that is currently up, as all the other episodes are, if you feel like binging, go right ahead. Go right ahead and let me know. Um, Let me know what you think. I always appreciate hearing the feedback from you guys and you guys have been so dope in your support of this show so this week we have a way lighter (laughs) way 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 lighter episode for you um and so let's get to it let's get to the church announcements hit it earl let the people of the reclaim say amen glad to be here say amen again and say amen one more time if you really like the show we glad that y'all here today, and these will be your church announcements. All right, so if we're going to talk about it, we're going to go ahead and talk about it. And what we're talking about is the inauguration, because there's a lot to be said about yesterday and the ensuing events and the things we saw and the interesting things that came up. First and foremost, I have to be honest, watching Trump and Melania leave the White House for the last time and get on that little chopper to head on over to Air Force One. Brilliant way to start a Wednesday. I just (laughs) just a great way to start a Wednesday. Um, And I didn't realize I would be so elated, but I was completely elated. I was like, wow, you're leaving. So all of this is over. Um, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I would have loved to see him uh, kind of eat crow and welcome Biden into the White House. But I'm sure he's still licking his wound somewhere that he lost this election. Not by much, which we could talk about, y'all. But yes, still lost the election. And so he and Melania became the first couple in about 150 years in our nation's history to not welcome the incoming the incoming uh, administration, the incoming president and uh, his partner, which is very interesting because images have emerged of Michelle Obama, who we will be talking about pretty soon, um, because baby, baby, um, Michelle Obama sitting and having tea with Melania and kind of showing her around the living quarters of the White House. And yeah, like her husband started these conspiracy theories calling Barack Obama, um, like with all around surrounding Barack Obama with the whole birtherism situation, like he wasn't born here and all this other stuff, all this insanity, basically just coded racist white supremacist stuff, which, you know, Trump is famous for. Um, so, 
you know, if she could sit across, if Michelle Obama can sit across from Melania Trump after her husband caused Obama so much trouble and like increased the amount of negative attention he was getting with all of her grace, I guess, you know, it takes a special kind of woman to do that. I guess it takes a special kind of person to do that. You know, you lost an election. Presidents before you have lost elections. Um, So the least you could do is show the people around and be warm and inviting. But no, no, we're just going to continue in being trash humans and break with tradition, which is a thing, you know, because broke with tradition by having logic and reason and experts and all sorts of things. So, and this is, I guess, just the perfect way to finish off that historical debacle. But here we are on a very, very happy day. Um, As they were leaving, um, they took the chopper to Air Force One where his family would fly to Florida, to Mar-a-Lago. He had an opportunity to meet with more supporters and say goodbye, say some words, lie some more. And, you know, he left very unceremoniously, which is really, really interesting to me because I know that there was a lot of theories that something was going to happen where Trump was supposed to emerge from the shadows and somehow be sworn back into office. Yeah, keep dreaming. A lot of these folks on these conspiracy theory websites that we will not name or mention um, not this episode, at least with their psycho theories and things like that, really thinking that just the worst of people that they don't really even know or you haven't even listened to because they've been worshiping an egotistical, an egotistical maniac for so long. They can't even imagine, you know, just a normal, boring president. When when politics was boring, I'm looking forward to being bored to tears with with politics. Um, because I'm I was never really into it. I'm not really a political person. Um, but I've had to be lately because you know if you're not paying attention, they will make plans and things against your life, which I'm sure they've been doing this whole time. But it's just you know there was a really bombastic. Um, crazy person at the helm of it. So you had to pay attention because you need to know what, what tomorrow was supposed to bring. So that's that. He's gone. Let's talk about the day. Um, Mike Pence and his wife were at, went to the inauguration, which I'm not sure if... Are we, st- are we still giving Mike Pence kudos for doing basic human decency during the Capitol riot? Are we still doing that? Or have we you know, reassigned him back to, well, you were trash for four previous four years. Um, and you were only good for the last two weeks. So somebody let me know. Somebody let me know what we're doing, but yeah, they were present. Sans fly or pink eye. So I guess that's good. Mitch McConnell, of course, showed up with half of his face falling off of his skull. Does anyone else notice that the more, like the more you see him, the more his face is just sliding sliding off of his skull 
Um, not really sure about that. It was good to see a uh, majority house. <laughs> I mean, majority leader Chuck Schumer. We can say majority now, you know, because yeah, Demo- Democrats. Now, just to be really candid and really honest, I love that the house is now 50-50. I really do. I never really liked the idea of having more of one party over another um, because we saw with the last four years how a certain party would bully their way into doing whatever they wanted and um, to the point of their own hypocrisy. So it's really, really unfortunate. Um, so, yeah. It was good to see Eugene Goodman, the... Capitol Police officer who single-handedly led a mob away from Congress people who were in a room unguarded could have potentially saved a lot of lives. And he was actually honored as the Deputy Sergeant of Arms at the inauguration. So, so good to see him in his little tan coat. I was like, I see you, bruh. Come on, Eugene, out here doing the things. Um... So now for the event itself, we have to talk about Shale. Yes, Shale, because Shale showed up. Now you're watching all the, you know, the presidents walk in with their wives and, you know, they come in and they sing, wave, they look all presidential and they sit down and then they opened those doors and I saw this plum wine colored outfit. And I gasped. I gasped. I said, whoo, Shell. Shell is in the building. That's right. Michelle Obama. And I'm so happy that she brought her husband with her. That was very, very nice. They both looked very, very hydrated. <laughs> no, it was so good to see. Um, good to see Barack. Always good to see Barack. Um, they just look moisturized and well fed and well, like they've slept well and just been doing well. You know, they look like celebrities. And, you know, presidents don't usually look like celebrities. They usually look tired. So to see <laughs> see these two just show up with looking like full of energy and vigor and just, you know, this salt and pepper thing that's happening on Barack's head. I like I like it a lot. Um, I like that he's just letting it go. That looking distinguished absolutely i like it um and shale so someone decided to make a side-by-side post and i gagged because it was hilarious the inauguration four years ago versus this inauguration and it showed michelle with just a little ponytail twist her ponytail twisted up you know slick back just simple and out of her face as opposed to uh, this inauguration where she was like, child, no, this is a special situation. Give me a press curl and flip. <laughs> and I hollered. I thought that was so funny. By the way, y'all don't deserve the internet because y'all be cutting up and acting up and cutting up and acting a fool and carrying on and doing all sorts of things. And I live, I live. Y'all are just so poorly behaved on the internet, but I live for it. But yes, Michelle showed up and she brought her husband. And that was very nice. The two look like celebrities just glowing. Monochrome was the mood I see because there were several individuals wearing monochrome, including J-Lo in all white, which I like. I like me personally. Um, and it stays between you and me because this is a conversation between you and me. But 
I personally like acting and dancing J-Lo. Like, singing J-Lo is cool, but I like acting and dancing J-Lo. But that's just, that's just between you and me. She's phenomenal either way. Um, it's kind of like I like singing and dancing Beyonce, but not acting Beyonce. Now, Beyonce is phenomenal. I don't need the hive to kick up and start buzzing. Um, she's phenomenal at what she does. She's incredible at what she does. And that's that's cool. Same thing with J-Lo. She's phenomenal at what she does. She's incredible at what, with what she does. So, but it was it was it was really really nice to see her there. Um, Lady Gaga showed up being weird, just as usual. <laughs> A giant bird on her chest. Um, singing the Star Spangled Banner. But let me tell you how the Star Spangled Banner hits differently <laughs> as opposed to other years where you hear it, you're like, oh, say, dun, dun, dun. and you're like, oh, yeah, 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 whatever, whatever. No, no, no. When she hit that, that line that says, and the, what the flag was still there, and she turned around and pointed to it at the Capitol, and you were thinking, like, I was thinking, me personally, I was thinking, like, yeah, because they were taking down those American flags and putting up Trump flags and parading Confederate flags through the Capitol, through the seat of government in our country while chanting USA, oddly enough. Very hypocritical. Just the most mixed up backwards, backwoods people, just confused and confounded. You cheer for the USA, but then talk about stop counting votes. Like, you cheer for the USA, but we'll walk around with the insignia of her enemies, including uh, swastikas and, and Confederate flags. Like, y'all don't really love USA. You love, you love white supremacy. And y'all need to figure out a new symbol or something of that. Because what chanting USA and doing the things that y'all are doing is confusing and backwards. But anyway, Lady Gaga pointing at the United States flag amazing uh just an amazing incredible moment um and because literally the flag was still there the capital is still there despite the raid on it which I asked my husband the other day if he thought that these trials for um these traitors and insurrectionists would be televised because I'm I want to watch because <laughs> I personally would enjoy seeing how this goes Watching a bunch of people who felt entitled and emboldened enough to go parading into the Capitol, breaking windows, bashing down doors, making threats, making a gallows, leaving pipe bombs, stealing laptops and mail from the Capitol, threatening the lives and safety of Congress people, elected officials. Um... Uh, yeah, I want to see how this goes. I want to see how this goes. Let me know if y'all want to see how this goes. Maybe there's a way we can figure this out. But yes, Lady Gaga at the Capitol singing the Star Spangled Banner. Yep, cool, great. But yes, monochrome. Monochrome was like all over the place. So Michelle wore monochrome and J-Lo wore monochrome and First Lady Dr. Jill Biden. Oh, so good to say that. So good to say that. First lady, Dr. Jill. Don't forget the doctor now, because unlike our little friend from the article <laughs> uh, a few weeks back, uh, she's like a for real, for real doctor. So 
people just people will just hate just because they can just because they feel small they'll just hate um oh and one of my favorite monochrome looks was from madame vice president harris who just looked amazing and was sworn in in historical fashion by the first um, Supreme Court Justice um, of Color. No, not this first Supreme Court Justice of Color. Uh, Sonia Sotomayor, um, first Supreme Court Justice of Color that was a woman? Let me fact check that. That could be wrong. But yes, on Thurgood Marshall's Bible. And I'm like, that is dope. That is really, really dope. Um, Kamala just is amazing, astounding, of course, as usual. It's expected, completely expected. And yeah, it went. And honestly, if it had not been for the Capitol riots two weeks previous, I probably wouldn't be as interested in this whole inauguration because otherwise it's boring it really is boring like it's pomp and circumstance and I get it it's supposed to show the world um our our continuing uh our continuation in the peaceful transfer of power now it wasn't so peaceful two weeks ago and I would beg to offer that it's still not peaceful um at least this one wasn't because Trump straight up bounced like a coward like hopped on his little air, hopped on his little helicopter and then hopped on his little airplane and dragged his sorry self back to Florida. It's still not peaceful. The fact that they gave the Biden Harris administration so much grief wouldn't um accept any of the uh any of the votes. Lost over 60 times in 60 different um court hearings. People's whole reputation, Rudy Giuliani, or just ruined, just wrecked, just destroyed. Come to find out that man might not get paid, too. I heard that, that Trump advised his folks that he may not be paying Rudy, which I'm like, wow, if you're going to risk your entire career, you might get disbarred because that was the threat now that um, Giuliani is facing disbarment. You're going to do all that and and not get paid? You're going to lose your life's work for free? You're hustling backwards, dude. Like, what is happening? But anywho, yes. Otherwise, I like I got like I said earlier, I'm not really into politics. And I know that's weird to say because for the past few years that you've listened to this podcast, I've been talking about politics. And that's because, like I said earlier, we have to pay attention. So I want to talk about a very special moment, and that is when poet laureate Amanda Gorman recited her piece, The Hill We Climb. Now, she's 22, and according to NBC, uh, Gorman told the New York Times that she wasn't really even given any direction on what to write, but she was told that she would be contributing to the events theme of America, um, America United as opposed to America First. And she was about halfway finished with her piece um, on January 6th when the pro-Trump rioters stormed the Capitol. She said she ended up staying up that whole night during the unprecedented attack and finished the piece that night. 
And if you listen to that piece, it just, it encapsulates everything the last few years has been. Like pulling ourselves through darkness, pulling ourselves in pain, in grief, pulling ourselves up out of that. And the last line is just beautiful. It says, the new day balloons as we free it, for there is always light if only we're brave enough to see it, if only we're brave enough to be it. And I thought that was so profound and so beautiful. And she's so profound and so beautiful. Just a brilliant young woman. I've been finding, um, I've been finding interviews of her, previous interviews of her. And she's just, oh, like I, I live, I live for this young woman. I just live. Like I want... I want her to have success. I need her to have success. And apparently she is having success because both of her books went to number one and two on bestseller lists in just the last 24 hours. So congrats, Amanda Gorman. But the real, the real star, the real star of the inauguration. Yes, we were there to witness Joe Biden become... 46th president of the United States. And it was really an amazing moment because, you know, Barack is right there. Joe's right there. Remember, we had this whole love thing with Barack and Uncle Joe. And we had all the Joe, um, Joe Biden memes where because Joe has like he's feisty and he's from Scranton and Barack would have to calm him down because he was ready to fight no matter what. And it was just really, really funny. And their friendship is hilarious. Um, that was a really special moment that the 44th president um, could watch his vice president become president. And I think that's super dope. And I know that's what we were there for. And I know we were there to witness history and watching the first woman, the first black woman, the first Asian American woman, the first of many um, become vice president. But the real star of the show, I don't know if you saw this, was Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Did y'all see Bernie? Bernie um, showed up very Bernie-like, showed up very Bernie-esque, was very Bernie in and of himself. Um, according to Huffington Post, he wore you know, his usual coat, and he wore mittens. Uh, He said in Vermont, they're not so much committed to style as they are to staying warm, which I get you, Bernie. I hear you. It's a cold day. Although you having that head out, you know, all the heat is leaving your head, bruh. Like you would be instantly warmer if you had a hat. And I'm not sure if they let them wear hats or not. I'm trying to remember if I saw any hats. Long and the short. Um... Bernie had these, was wearing these mittens. And apparently the mittens are very, very famous. These are well-known mittens. He's worn these mittens before. But the mittens uh, were made by Jen Ellis, a teacher from Essex Junction, Vermont. Um, she said she made the mittens for him out of repurposed wool and lined them with fleece. Like I said, this is not the first time that the mittens have made an appearance. And they were frequently a companion with Bernie on his president on his own presidential campaign trail and apparently they're so famous they have their own twitter account so they made another appearance 
Bernie sitting <laughs> socially distanced with a mask on, um, with his with his granddad coat with the mittens has become already the biggest thing in 2021. Um, y'all ain't right on the internet. I said it earlier. I stand by it. Y'all are really not right on the internet <laughs> because Bernie. <laughs> Some of these memes are just wild. I might post one today. But Bernie, uh, someone said that Bernie looked like he was stopping by the inauguration, but this is this wasn't going to be his full day because he had that coat and the mittens and he had an envelope. And someone said that it looked like he was standing in line at the post office with that big manila envelope. Oh my gosh. It said it looked like he was out running errands. And then the random places y'all put Bernie. No, one of my dear friends sent me today, Bernie sitting on a folding chair in a parking spot during a snow, I mean, after it snowed in Philly. And I'm like, if that's not the most Philly thing to see, I don't know what is. Bernie is all over the place now. Bernie is a meme. Um, We love Bernie. We appreciate Bernie. But whew, that was the entertainment that I needed personally. That was the absolute entertainment I need. But the inauguration was, it was, it was good. It was good to see some normalcy. What was interesting to see was after the inauguration, when the president and vice president went inside and there was this presentation of gifts and to watch combative uh, leaders in government, such as a Mitch McConnell and a Nancy Pelosi and some others that were present to watch them just be just cordial with one another and joke with one another. It goes back to um, President Biden. President Biden, that sounds so good. I hope he behaves. I hope he does right. I mean, please don't be worse than what we just came from. Please don't be on par with it either. Be better. Be better. Um, But President Biden said that it's okay if we disagree. It's all right if if we disagree. We don't have to disagree. In essence, he said, we don't have to destroy each other for our disagreement. And I completely agree. I'm like, yes, absolutely. Let's not murder each other just because we disagree. Let's talk it out. Let's work it out. Let's figure it out. But yeah, y'all, inauguration. So to watch them exchange gifts with the now president and vice president, um, that was that was heartwarming. That was good to watch. Um, President Har- um, Vice President Harris, woo, speaking something to, into existence. <laughs> I don't actually believe that, but you know, funny thing. Um, Vice President Harris walk the former Vice President and his wife to their vehicle um, to leave the ceremony. And to see how, like, you you can't really see because everyone's wearing a mask. But it appeared as though things were very positive and very warm. And, you know, there was congratu- there could be potential to be congratulations um, for each other. And I'm like, wow, this is, this is great. This, is, this feels like normal. This feels like normalcy in so long that we haven't had it um, in decency. So long since we, have ha- we haven't had it, so... But what else happened? 
So yeah, they go throughout the day. They do all the things, you know. They had a virtual parade, and then the parade. They walked the last uh part of the parade to walk into the White House. They got, they got, had a chance to rest while some other things were going on. Um, President Biden got right to work and started signing them executive orders into business. Like I I appreciate it. I was like, oh. Look at you. You're starting right now. You're starting a day one. And I appreciate that. His press secretary, um, she got right to work. Her name escapes me right now, but she got right to work. And she said the same thing. She said, hey, you know what? There's going to be times where we flat out disagree. There's going to be times where we go back and forth and that's fine. And that's okay. It does not just because we argue doesn't make us combative. And I was like, that is so dope. That is really, really dope. And so many people need to see that and hear that and witness that and be like, yo, just because we disagree doesn't mean we have to like go at each other's throats. Like we really don't. We don't have to carry on the insanity of the, of the past few years. We simply do not. So that's that. Um, and then they had the celebration, the, uh, I don't know if you would call it a digital inaugural ball. It was hosted by Tom Hanks, which general just all around good person tom hanks every time i see tom hanks i smile like it's tom hanks it's good to see him um who did we hear saying we saw um john bon jovi saying here comes the sun standing on a pier i believe in miami and when i tell you i teared up because it was just such a like First of all, this is a happy song. It's such a sweet song. Um, and to watch the sunrise behind John Bon Jovi, it was just, and to hear those lyrics, here comes the sun. And uh, it was just so nice. It was just so nice and cheesy. Just a nice cheesy moment. Um, John Legend singing, um, and I'm feeling good. Woo, Yes wonderful wonderful on the piano I wish they would have lit him a little bit better because it seemed like he was sitting in the dark you couldn't see the piano um yeah I thought that maybe a choir was gonna come out of nowhere but yeah who was the young man that sang with John I'm not John Jesus Justin Timberlake because that song was was an incredible song as well um he you know, Justin's gone Timberlake, so that was fun. But then the choir that came out of there, so I I thought there would be multiple choirs, um, apparently. But the choir that came out of that moment, because um, that, that song took us to church. And that was very, very warm, very nice. Katy Perry singing, You're a Firework. I don't know why I got emotional. I don't know why I got emotional. I didn't cry, but I was emotional I'm charging it to the hormones still coursing through my body but probably just the truth is I'm just a cheese ball and I like stuff like that so yes her singing your baby you're a firework um with all of the fireworks display at the at the white house and uh, it just it felt good it felt good it felt right it was like a nice ending to a nice day. You know, partially in the back of my mind, I was very concerned for the safety of 
uh, Joseph Biden and Kamala Harris. And so to see that the day kind of went off without a hitch, that pretty much across the states, there wasn't these big shows of protests that we thought were going to happen. Um, and that the day was just super chill and everybody was just like, all right, well, this is that and that is this. This is happening right now. Yes, it felt normal. And to say that, to say that we're embracing normal because we've had abnormal for so long. You know, we've had numerous press secretaries argue with the press and in fact, just ending the the daily briefings of the press at the White House to have people just flat out lie, lie, lie to your face, lie to you about not just things that don't don't really affect your life, but things that majorly do and could cause your death. In fact, just lie, just lie to our faces to have people who are more interested in protecting the president than serving the country. To have a president who's so self-interested and to have him drag, watch him drag down so many other people in his wake, um, which they're now calling the Trump effect, which I think is brilliant that he will be forever known as just destroying people's lives. And I think that's what he and his lineage, the rest of those terrible children of his um, and his awful wife, that's what they kind of deserve, like. Y'all were terrible to people for four plus years. You treated people terribly. You lied to the American people that you swore you would you would serve. You made everything about you. You got away with a lot of crime. Like, ugh, it's a lot. So to see a day where everything was just normal just average just okay like that was refreshing in a way that I never thought I would appreciate but 2020 in and of itself not just the last four years but 2020 the decade that was known as 2020 made us really appreciate normal I think that's wild but anywho, thank you guys so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Thank you for your likes, your shares, your subscribes. Thank you for your support, guys. Like, I really appreciate your support, especially in this season um, of my life and my journey. Uh, I appreciate the, the community that has been built around. I appreciate all of the comments. And yes, I read them. Um, if you want to connect, if you have not yet connected with me and want to connect, you can always connect with me on Twitter and on Instagram. I am the reclaimed in both of those places. If you want to check out some of my videos, you can come hang out with me on TikTok. I am anti blackfish club there. If you want to email me and let's chat it up, let's talk about it. You can give me your opinion about what you think about the podcast, um, a topic you're interested in things like that. I'd love to hear from you. I love hearing from you guys. You can email me at thereclaimedblog at gmail.com. And I think that's it. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate you guys. And as always,
Peace, y'all.